is a big one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unit Trust. Let the pros take care of your investments. An ETF is a listed product, meaning it's actively trading on the JSC, whereas a unit trust is not listed. So it's not actively trading on the JSC, meaning that you will not see the price fluctuate up and down mm. throughout the day. So within your ETF, if you want to buy at 9 o'clock, you will see an, a price of X. If you want to buy at 9.30, the price might be X plus 1, or it might be X plus 2, whatever the case may be. Within the unit trust, the prices are quoted toward the end of the day only. So you will get one standard price. That's based on the value of that pool. Welcome to ETF. Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. <laughs> My name is DJ At Large, and thank you for rewinding and pressing play on the Easy Does It podcast, your cool guide to investing. So a couple of months ago, Easy Equities introduced a brand new instrument on the platform, Unit Trusts. And if I'm being totally honest, I know very, very little about them. So I'm a fundi when it comes to unit trusts, and perhaps you are too. So I've invited somebody who knows more to school us on unit trusts. So we'll be getting all the low down on unit trusts from Bongani. He is a wealth specialist at Easy Equities. And since he is family, right, we're going to use his nickname, Ubobo. Thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Does It podcast, Bobo. No, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, finally. <laughs> Look, everybody wants to be here. So this is your chance to finally be on the podcast. So before we get into unit trusts, I want to know a little bit more about you and your money, Bobo, right? So I've got a random money question for you. If your share portfolio could speak, what do you think it would say about you? That's a very good question. Um, I think firstly, I'd like to answer that question by saying, you know, I'm a very principled kind of guy okay and you know one of the first principles or the basics of investing is you know not to put all your eggs in one basket uh-huh. so if i had to apply that principle to what my investment portfolio would say i'd probably say i'm a farmer with a very big chicken house because i've got <laughs> my eggs in multiple baskets so, i like the way you put it man i really really like it on to me and the rest of the listeners being fundies and hopefully being schooled by the end of the conversation. Um, you know, Bobo, when you're engaging people who are new to investing or investors who are considering unit trusts as an option, what are some of the misconceptions that you come across? Can we debunk them? Yeah, that couldn't be further away from the truth uh-huh. um, in terms of the fees and the costs within a unit trust because mostly people always assume that you know something they don't understand is expensive or it's just out of reach that's true that's very true so within the unit trust it's actually very much affordable compared to a lot of the other conventional methods of investing yeah because when you think about unit trusts you know they are old school it's old money it's expensive there's high fees there's no flexibility you know all these misconceptions that i've personally been carrying um, and that you have finally debunked so the question is this then bobo right what are unit trusts? Right. So I think the best way to think of it is um, to think of a pool. Oh. So think of your money as water and you adding water into this pool, which is the unit trust. And then the funds are then invested. So it's essentially pooling all funds from investors all around. So your money, his money, their money all gets added into this pool. And then it gets 
invested. So my assumption based on what you're saying, Bobo, is me and you were both pouring water into the same pool, right? So we're investing our money. Correct. Who actually manages the pool itself? Who manages the unit trust fund? Well, um, you can pretty much say it's a glorified pool guy. <laughs> um, now, excuse me to all the unit trust managers out there. But yeah, the fund managers actually manage the unit trust. So you have the likes of Alan Gray, okay. Investec, Old Mutual, etc. And then within those companies, they have fund managers that actually actively sit and watch those unit trusts. And, you know, they make changes to it for the betterment of your investment obviously. cool okay I, I hear you right but what makes one pool cleaner different from another so in other words what's the difference between an Allen gray or an old mutual so what makes one fund different to another essentially is the theme that it follows mm-hmm. so within the unit trust we have multiple different themes and that's you know income so those are themes that are focused on generating your income on a monthly basis. Mm. We also have property funds. And these are pretty much primarily focused on listed properties on the stock exchange, among other things. We also have local equity. So these funds are focused on spreading your investment, spreading your water in across listed companies within South Africa. We also have global equity funds. Mm. And as you can see, you know, and I then see, and then. I see. So, that's what pretty much makes each fund different to the next, but, you know, following that specific kind of theme. You know what, Bobo? I really love this analogy of a pool and investors putting their money together. Um, it's stuck in my mind and I really want to go and swim right now. You don't keep them kabawami, just have a good time. I want to know from you, Bobo, right? If you were the spokesperson for unit trusts, what would you say is the upside of investing in unit trusts? Why should people consider putting their money in unit trusts? Well, um, other than saying I can take you for a great swim, um, I would have to say your investment is extremely safe, you know, and it's obviously been put in great hands. You know, unit trusts are very much tried and tested. They okay. have been around for a very long time. So the primary objective of a unit trust is to optimize your growth in the safest way possible. Okay. According to obviously your investment principles. So if you're looking for something risky, obviously you know that you should understand that there are risks that come with something that's a lot more aggressive than mm. something that's a lot less aggressive. But at the end of the day, as I said, it's tried and tested and has been around for a long time. You know, if you are a long-term investor, you don't like risk, but you want something that is tried and tested, that is well managed by a fund manager, then unit trust could be a really, really great option. 100%. So, Bobo, what's then the difference between, say, an exchange-traded fund and a unit trust fund? They seem to be quite similar. Yeah, so um, they actually do have quite a lot of differences and quite a lot of similarities as well. Okay. Firstly, let me start off by saying the major difference between the two is that an ETF is a listed product, meaning it's actively trading on the JSE. Uh-huh. Whereas unit trust is not listed. So it's not actively trading on the JSC, meaning that you will not see the price fluctuate up and down mm. throughout the day. So within your ETF, if you want to buy at 9 o'clock, you will see an, a price of X. If you want to buy at 9.30, the price might be X plus 1 or it might be X plus 2, whatever the case may be. Within the unit trust, the prices are quoted toward the end of the day only. So you will get one standard price. That's based on the value of that pool that we've all added our water in and then it obviously gets split across according Ah, to each unit i see so that's how the unit price is pretty much determined but you know among other things this is just a very simple analogy that i'm just giving out other than the pricing um another similarity slash difference between the two is that 
ETFs track a specific theme, and that theme is, you know, if we're talking about the Satrix Top 40, mm-hmm. you know, your investment in that ETF will only be spread across the Satrix Top 40. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is something obviously I didn't really explain in depth previously, but to add on to it earlier about the themes that Unitrust follow, yeah. if we're talking about, let's say, the global equity, the Unitrust obviously spreads your pool or your money into global funds but not only into the global funds it spreads it into multiple different facets so you have you are exposed to multiple different industries so you will see about 70 percent of it in the global equity and then maybe 10 percent in local equity five percent in income bearing instruments another few percent in property Uh, and etc etc so obviously this is leading to the point that i was speaking about earlier that it's a tried and tested method and it is geared in such a way that it'll optimize your growth so should something happen in a specific market that doesn't mean your investment is totally tanked mm, you know you have okay. diversified your investment within that unit trust and those are the actual two major differences between you know the etfs and the unit trusts and i think anything else will obviously be up to the investor to read up on and you know if i had to explain any further i don't want to confuse other people but those are the things you need to worry about the fact that the etfs are priced differently and the etf is only exposed to a specific theme whereas the unit trusts are quite diverse are quite diverse as well but, but what would you say are the fees associated with investing in a unit trust on the easy equities platform you know i have considered investing in unit trusts in the past but the costs it's, it seems to be quite expensive so you know how has easy equities changed things it's a very good question and i think um this is also part of something you brought up earlier something that we need to debunk and what we need to debunk here is that the fees are actually not that expensive especially within easy equities Uh so with easy equities first and foremost we do charge a standard platform fee of 0.25 percent of the net asset value so that's an annual fee right so you only pay that fee once off per annum on the net asset value of your unit trust okay i want you to break it down for me right so let's say i've bought a thousand rand worth of unit trusts the fee that you're referring to would be 0.025 of the thousand rand that i've put into the fund right correct ah okay so of that thousand rand that you've put into that fund 0.25 percent will be deducted for from easy equities for the platform fee okay over and above that you are not paying anything further than the fees that are associated with the fund okay cool right so if we are to talk of any of the other funds within that fund you would find fees such as the total investment costs okay and the total expense ratio so those two fees put together are what you'll be paying for the fund plus the 0.25 and okay it very rarely goes over two percent so what makes it so great about easy equities is that you're not paying any financial advice fees you're not paying any management fees. You're not paying anything else. Any monthly fees. None of, none of that. Yeah. What you are paying are strictly the fees that are within that unit trust, you know, for them to make changes to it, for them to manage it. And, and that's it. So, like I said, it will very rarely go over 2%. So, bare minimum, you're looking at about maybe anywhere between 0.9% to up to about 1.8% per annum on fees within the unit trust. So, if we are to use your example again, let's say if we put in 100 bucks, Per annum, you would be looking at, like I said, 1.8% as a max of fees. And that's very little. So that's about a rand. So I want to rewind back to this pool analogy, right? So I've put my money into this pool. What are my actual returns? How do I know that my money is growing? Um, Do I earn any dividends when it comes to unit trusts? 
another question which pretty much you know brings the similarities between the etfs and the unit trusts because much like the etfs you will be receiving distributions it will become your choice at the end of the day whether or not you want those distributions to be paid out into your account or you want them to be reinvested in the fund ah okay so cool. yeah the money that i have invested into the unit trust less the fees right does that amount actually grow so whatever i'm pouring into the pool does that actually grow in addition to the dividends so yeah no that is very much correct so remember if we're going to speak about that pool again the more water you add to the pool you know the fuller it's going to get so mm. your water or your money is already in that pool and there's other people who are adding more water to that pool increasing the value of that fund thereby increasing the price of your units you pretty much buy one unit for one rand 50 today tomorrow it could be sitting at one rand 80 or it could be sitting at two rand or whatever the case may be so but this is as i said a very simple analogy there are obviously market yeah. factors which you need to consider over and above the fact the size of the pool it also shows how important the role of a fund manager is, right? You know, we are investing our money, we're pouring on into this pool with the hope that the fund manager turns the water into wine, right? But we also need to be responsible investors. We need to do our own research um, in order to identify what type of unit trust best matches us, you know, and the costs that are involved. And the resource portal on the Easy Equities website is a great place to actually start. One thing that has turned me off, Bobo, you know, from unit trusts is having to pay a lump sum or a monthly investment in order to acquire unit trusts. So, you know, when I've, when I've previously considered them, organizations would say, hey, you need to pay uh, a minimum of 10K as a lump sum or you need to commit to a monthly debit order amount. Um, is there flexibility in terms of the Easy Equities platform? So does a potential investor have to commit to a fixed monthly investment amount or, a, or, or some sort of lump sum or any sort of minimums? How does it work from the flexibility point of view for the ordinary investor like myself? Previously, that was the case. Uh -huh. Since adding these unit trusts to easy equities, we have completely removed any minimums with the likes of Coronation and Alan Gray and, you know, the big names. A lot of people always want to be associated with those big companies. Like, I want my money to be managed by Investec. This is something I always wanted growing up. And I remember I was never afforded the opportunity to do that because, you know, you had to have a certain amount of money to get in with Investec or with Alan Gray or whatever the case may be. But now, since adding this to Easy Equities, we have completely removed any of those minimums. It is up to you how much you want to put in and how often so if you want to do it on a monthly basis you can by all means do so if you want to do a once-off you can do that as well or if you want to do it on a day-to-day -day or a month-to-month -month or a week or you know two months and whatever whatever you can afford at the end of the day is what you should be putting in uh, Bobo, are there any difficulties in terms of selling uh, my unit trust disinvesting is definitely very much simple the only difference as just like we've explained with the ETFs with the ETF if you buy now you will get you know the price and you will get the amount of shares allocated mm -hmm. in that ETF because it's actively traded whereas with the unit trust you know this only happens toward the end of each day so if you were to sell now they will obviously take your sell instruction and note that cool this person wants his money out they want to take water out of the pool at the end of the day you will be taking that money out at the price that is quoted on that closing day so Bobo, i just want us to touch on the price right um active 
versus non-active. I know we've touched on it, but I want to go back to it, right? So active makes sense, right? The price of an ETF, as an example, is fluctuating throughout the day on the JSE. So if I check the price at 1 p.m., I can see what it is. At 2 p.m., I can see whether the price has increased or decreased. That makes sense. But with unit trusts, you have the price at the beginning of the day and then we've got the price at the end of the day why is that can we go into a little bit of some detail the simple answer to that is previously as i've just said that the etf is a listed product on the jsc and you know the jsc runs by its own rules that if you are listed you know you do need to update and show your prices and this this whatever the case may be whereas a unit trust is also regulated very very highly regulated but it does not have to comply with rules of a jsc so it becomes a bit more difficult for the fund manager to spread the risk of investment or to spread your pool, your money, and update the prices on a, an hourly, uh, I see, I second see. by second I sort see. of basis. I so see. It makes sense because it, back to the analogy, if throughout the course of the day, people are adding water into the pool, when we measure it now and we measure it tomorrow, it's going to be too different. So you'd rather just measure it 100%. at the end of the day, which makes more sense. Okay, and you cool. remember the products within the unit trust, within that fund uh. are also listed products. I mean, if I was to give you a price now, you know, within two seconds, it's going to be completely different to what it was now because there's so many different factors at play. <laughs> Out of interest, Bobo, which unit trust are you currently investing in? So which pool are you dipping your toes into? As I said, I'm a farmer. Eh? So <laughs> my eggs are in all of the baskets. The reason for that is because I'm, I truly believe in the unit trusts. My stance of investing is more of a point of long-term growth rather than you know looking on a day-to-day basis you know buying and selling as high as possible and getting more money out of it you know i'd rather let my money sit there and work for itself Mm, i love that as a wealth specialist you're quite experienced right and you've interacted with different investors to those who are new to investing they recently discovered the podcast or easy equities what words of encouragement do you have for them my words of encouragement would be for you guys to start you know like it's never too late to start investing and putting money away. And when you do put this money away, just make sure you understand that you're not putting it away to make a profit within the next two days or within the next week. You know, If that's the case, you should be looking somewhere else. But this is investing that is geared to optimize your growth and it is geared for your long-term stability. You know, So start now. You're never too late to start and you start with as little as you want. We have removed all of those minimums. We've given you access to a market which was previously inaccessible. Right now is the best time to start. Ah, Bobos. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. A wealth specialist at Easy Equities, a poor guy schooling us on unit trusts. We're mixing it all up. And of course, you can always rewind back to the beginning of this conversation or previous episodes around investing 101, ETFs, easy property, stock picks 101. The list is endless. So go back and rewind. Anything that requires your money requires your research. So, you know, you also need to do a little bit of some research on your side. You can go onto the research portal on the Easy Equities website. There's even an Easy Wealth page. I need to find a pool that suits my goals and, uh, you know, a pool cleaner that can turn this water into wine. Easy does it. That's how we do. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.